boy G Mo the Great. It's another edition of Crown Juice Podcast. We've been on a long hiatus, but uh, I think we're finally back and we got some things going. Uh, just reformulating things and all of that. So, um, of course, this Crown Jewels and we're just bouncing back in. But this time I got something a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just me no more. I'm signing on with my co-host. You know what I'm saying? My girl, Nicole. Hey, it's Nicole. I'm Varys. <laughs> You got me with that last name. I'm still, I'm still gonna struggle with that. Lumbreras. Lumbreras. I got it today. We're gonna see it. tomorrow. You know okay, what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So basically, I felt that uh, Nicole was a good addition to the family here at Crown Jewels with us building and strategizing and coming to 2019 with a new flavor. Hey. We almost hit the year mark too. So you know what I'm saying? It's just good to change things up and spice it up. Bet. Thank so, you so much for. Having me on the show. For sure. It's nothing. It's nothing. And so I had to find somebody just as crazy as me to get on the show. So <laughs> this is this is a perfect match right here. I think here. it is. <laughs> so, I mean, just, and I want to kick right into it. You okay. know, I don't want to, uh, I want you to feel as comfortable as possible. We're going to be candid as hell on here. I just took and, off my shoes, too. Oh, yeah. Well, you in then. You know what I'm saying? Bet. Bet. You know what I'm saying? And by the way, big shout out, big shout out to Wolf Nation Studios. Yes. Always looking out. They the plug for all the sounds. Uh, editing, um, podcasting, photography, whatever you're looking for, definitely reach out to Kaylin Dennis over at Wolf Nation and uh, let them get you right. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to interview you. We're going to play, you know what I'm saying, this interview thing. We're going to almost breakfast club this real quick. Okay, cool. So, cool. So, cool. <laughs> I got a couple of questions. and Just something it looks like. All right. Uh, cool. Go ahead so, and with us jumping into podcasting or whatever, you're not you're not a stranger to the podcast world, right? Right. You know what I'm saying, which was a, a major thing with me asking you to come in because mm-hmm. you got the experience and I saw you know the driving you. So I just want to know um, how did you get started? Kind of walk me through that. So it's crazy. Um, just goals. Some of my goals at the top of the year. My main goal was to network at the top of the year. That was all I wanted to do. But like some of my sub goals, like podcasting, blogging. Um, I just didn't know anything about podcasting, though. So yeah. I just was any any friend I had that was like, if we just talked and just having a conversation, yeah, I would say I would like I want a podcast, but I don't know what I want to do yet. Right, right. And so one time I actually went and ran with one of my my friends, and um, they were talking. And they were like, I think you'll be good for the podcast. Yeah. And so it literally just all happened. Uh, we planned it, we got on it, and. It just didn't work out. So I was like, okay, cool. Uh, but I still want a podcast because I have so much to say. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's pretty much how I got into podcasts. And I just wanted to be able to reach people, um, just have a good time, entertain people, yeah. assist people, you know, give them some, a little bit of the knowledge that I have. Just interact, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. So you started this year podcasting? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So definitely that was me. Um Jumped in out of nowhere, and man. man, if it wasn't for Googles and and YouTubes and all of that, to mm-hmm. so I can cheat and try to get get through this podcast and thing, I don't know where I'd be at, man. Right? It's I mean, it's cool, it's fun, but people don't realize it's a lot of stuff that goes into the behind the scenes, like yeah. planning and make sure you know you have the right energy, making sure you have the right content, making sure you articulate yourself in a way that people are really going to understand. That's real. And again, shout out to Wolf Nation for yeah. that because I was one man in it by myself, mm-hmm. editing, uh, trying to figure out how to put it up on all the sites, the platforms, and that shit is hard, man. Yeah. Especially when you got a weekly show and you're trying to do 
weekly and create content and book guests and, mm-hmm. you know, everything and else. And keep people engaged. Like, yeah, because you want to make sure the content is on point, you mm-hmm. know, and it's easy for the content to get sidetracked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I definitely feel that. Like, so let me ask you something else. Um, what? Who's, who's your role model right now and role why? Role model right now? Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. I haven't thought about that. I'm going to just go out on the limb and say Charlemagne of God because – Everything about him, it's, I relate to him. Like, I didn't go to college, but I have so many friends that are so smart and went to college and masters, bachelors, doctorates, all this stuff. And I'm just like, why are they my friend? <laughs> <laughs> but I have so much life knowledge and um, just a lot of experience and a lot of other things. And I'm still, I can still keep up with them. Right. So I just feel like, okay, anything that I do, I can make it happen. I can make it pop. But... I just got to take my time and figure it out. So right. I'm going to say him because, one, he's very authentic, and he doesn't care about being himself. Right. And uh, that's something that he actually helped me to be more myself and not try to try to fit uh, what I think I need to fit to fit in with people. Like, I don't care no more. Like, just accept me for who I am if you don't. Right. It's okay. So you done read the books? I read both <clears throat> of the books. That's what's up, man. In like a day. <laughs> <laughs> that's some jewels in them books, man. man. Like. It's amazing to even see, like, people still care about reading. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in this day and age when you look around and everybody, like, down on their phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, that's it's still dope to see that somebody can, like, bring out a, a massive crowd to buy books. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, that's super dope. Yep. So, check this out. What, um, what you got? What's the, what's the common myth about you? The common myth about me? I don't know. That's crazy. Uh, I think people might think I'm a party girl, but I'm really not. I go out maybe like once a week, and I haven't been out for like a month, except for last night at the Cosign Awards. But uh, I really am a nerd. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm what's, at home. What's going out though nowadays? Uh, I don't like clubs. I like bars. So, slight shameless plug to a uh, trappiest hour. It's a good culture, but uh, I love going out on Thursdays and just like kicking it yeah. at a trappiest hour at OT Tavern, and uh, just to get like. When I'm, you know, stressed out or having a long ass, it's just something fun to go do. I feel and, uh But I, I am a walking party, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could be sober, and I'm just always dancing. Like, I think that's probably why, but I really am, like, the most laid-back person. I am at the house majority of the time reading or playing with the dogs or with the family and everything. So that could be a myth. I don't know. People have to tell me. Okay. That's cool. I, I think I thought you was gonna be mean. I ain't gonna lie. You thought to I was gonna be mean? Yeah. You, oh no, people do say that too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have this facial expression, but I'm the goofiest person. Like yeah, you like you punch people. I ain't gonna lie to you. I I chop people in the throat. <laughs> 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 I don't punch people because you can go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. let me let me ask you this one. Okay. Uh, with I know you being active in so many different clubs, groups, organizations, mm-hmm. podcasts, all of that. Uh what do you wish you had uh the, I'm sorry, what do you wish you had known when you first started out? Um that you know now. What do I wish I had known? I wish you know what I wish I would have known is to say fuck it and not put it off what I could do today, tomorrow. Um I feel like if I would have started a year ago what I started this year, everything would have been a lot different. But 
I do trust timing, and I do think everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, so I'm real. I'm a real patient person. Uh, I've been so back to the first question about the podcasting. I've been having an idea for my own show since January. Okay. In May, I, it took me to May to come up with the name. Yeah. And then we don't start recording that show until later on. Okay. So I've been working on one show all year. And um, so I just wish, like, if I would have went out and, like, did the things I would have did this year, just got the knowledge and just said, you know what, fuck it. I'll go do it by myself if nobody coming with me right. type thing. I wish I would have known that. Like, just do it. Yeah. So that's one thing I am going to take it to the new year is just, like, I'm going to get up and go do something. That's real, though, because, like, I mean, I'm from St. Louis. been here, like, uh, four years. Mm-hmm. And I think I spent maybe the first two, two and a half years just in a house. Like, yep. like avoiding going out. I'm like, I don't know the scene. What if I don't dress right? What yeah. if I talk country? You, you know what I'm saying? And I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm country boy. Even though it's crazy, I'm, I'm a little north than, than down here. But, you know. <laughs> I get called country a lot, but it's cool. Are oh, you trying but, to say we country down here, huh? Hey, man. Because you forgot to ask where I was from. Like, yeah, I mean, hey, Cliff, man. If y'all curious to know, I'm from Oak Cliff, Texas. Don't rip that. All day, every day. More specifically, <laughs> Woodtown. Shout out to the Cox. Yeah, but that's so, it. Yeah, yeah, hey, rep your thing, man, you know. But nah, but, you know, being from St. Louis and coming down here, mm-hmm. it was kind of a, a culture shock a bit because you, you didn't know what you were going into. Things were a little different. And um, one of the things is I feel like I lost, mm-hmm. like, the first two and a half years because yeah. I didn't network like I should. I didn't get out here and, like, put my face out here as much as I should. And I, I honestly didn't start till early 2017. Mm-hmm. And there's been no looking back. And I'm talking about every shot I throw up is it, going in. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, every every hand I shake, every opportunity has been really working. Like, you know what I mean? And that's been a key thing. Networking is huge, you know yeah. what I'm saying, in, in this today world, um, in a new city, professionalism, all of that, you know what I mean? So it's, it's See, huge. For me, because um, like I said, my main goal for 2018 was networking. And for me, it's not really necessarily networking because I didn't ever have anything to sell. I really went out to make friends. And um, I have a lot more quality people in my life because of that. Yeah. And so that's definitely been, like, a driving force. Like, Yeah, and that's the thing that held me back the most. I felt like I didn't have a business card to share like yeah. everybody else did. Yeah, and it's a little just, intimidating. Yeah, and, and it's overthinking mm-hmm. because the people I done met have been so super cool. Yeah. Like, I, honestly, like, I done took the hiatus from the podcast and haven't had, a pod, like, a podcast that I felt comfortable putting out mm-hmm. in, like, months. And people still hitting me up like, yeah, hey, what you up to? You should come out. You should do this. Mm-hmm. On the next show. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's definitely uh, networking. Super important. Yeah. Um, no matter if it's business or not. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Well, um, on to Bigger and Better 2019. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's shout out. Okay. What's the next question? <laughs> so that's it. I think I'm done interviewing you or something. Oh, tell, okay. tell me something you, you would like people to know about <sighs> you that Let's you typically see. wouldn't know. Easy to please, hard to satisfy. Hey. Uh, A.K.A. Kitty. A.K.A. Tokyo. A.K.A. Young Ice Bear. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just hope that uh, I can give y'all all of me on this mic on wax <laughs> and uh, make y'all laugh, make y'all think, and uh, we're going to get to it. I mean, I feel that. So, you know what I'm saying, uh, man, 
and time is moving right along, Hold man. Up. So check this out. We going we gonna start something new. Crown Jewels. We just used to be talking, man, for like forty five minutes, man. sixty minutes, two. I got two hour. Uh, three-hour shows just talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, man, you have no idea how hard it is to edit that shit, man. It is long. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I'm saying, switching things up for the new year, you know what I'm saying, going into this new thing. And, mm-hmm. man, we got this new, like, segment that we finna go ahead and kick off. You know yeah, what I mean? The Irk Session, Irk Session Confessions. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And okay. what it is is basically we gonna dedicate on every show just how you feeling weekly. This one human moment to say what you feel candidly, you know what I'm saying, with no repercussions, and just put it out there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I think since, you know, it's your first episode, you should go ahead and kick it off. I should kick it off. Like, in general, are we talking about a specific, a specific topic Man, or whatever's irking me? Whatever. It could have been something that happened five minutes ago. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, five minutes ago, I was trying to get some mixers for the, for the drinks and... It's just bad. Like it irks me. <laughs> I think this is a this is a redundant irk, but just going to a store on a Sunday, like the grocery store on a Sunday, yeah, and waiting in line. It's only like two cashiers, and you got all these church people, yeah. Or never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All the people with the food stamps. It's, yeah, the first was yesterday. I did the first, yeah. yeah. And so they in the store with them baskets and just like I got two and if things. Anybody in my looking hand. to sell some blue car specials? Just hit me up. You know yeah, fifty for the hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what's. I mean, I don't have no big irk right now in the watch. I'm gonna think one later, but that's what's irking me. Like recently, like a few minutes ago. That's what's up, you know what I'm saying? What's the, these Sundays be crazy, though. Yeah, what's irking you? Man, I, I, got, I got two big irks that hit me this week. What's your big irks? Oh, I'm tired of these uh, hey, stranger-ass people. Bro, that's, the I hey, can go. hey, stranger-ass people? Hmm. Man. Man, it's like, chill. So, like, <laughs> straight up. Let me let me just go ahead and just put it out there. Like, all these, um, we used to talk or used to mess around, and now I disappeared, and then I come back three <laughs> months later because whoever I, I stopped messing with you for then stopped, then started playing me. Yeah. So I want to see if it's safe over here again. Nope. This good cushion. Quit hitting me up. Like, we don't need none of that over here, none of that bad energy. Uh, hey, stranger. I ain't the stranger. I've been hurt. Don't I, have I was, big head me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't no stranger. I'm here where you left me at. I'm, I'm still <laughs> hurt. So I ain't no strangeness about that oh over here. Oh, my gosh. I just thought about something. Oh, this Jill Scott thing just happened, right? Mm-hmm. And so everybody's on this Jill, this Jill Scott. <laughs> and what's irking me is that people want the Jill Scott, the Netflix and Jill Scott, but they don't got no mic. They're big <laughs> enough for all of that. Like, you, what you talking about? You ain't, can't get no Jill Scott over here. Like, it's not even big enough. What you what you talking about? Man, Jill Scott didn't rename the whole game. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man. The skills. Jill and Jill. Yeah, the Jill and Chill. Man. Okay, my bad. I interfered with your work. Oh, that's all good. I got one more, you know what I'm saying, that's going, you know, that I'm feeling. Um, all right. The I'm in business, but the consumer got to hound you down and take my money, ass people. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> with that, man, these people who are in business, whether you, you playing trips, you DJ, whatever it is, and I thought the general purpose of being in business was to make money, but when you got a consumer that got to call you and hound you and text you and email mm-hmm. you to to do what you in business to for for you to t- yeah for me to pay you I got to hound you to take my money. 
them ass people is the people that just <laughs> irking real bad. Because I, I just, I don't understand. If we Man. not, if you're in business and you're not in it to get the money, then the what way, are we doing? Like, and this is a whole nother topic probably, but like black owned businesses and customer service irks me sometimes. Yeah. Um, because you want me to come spend my money with you, but you, again, like you said, I got to chase you down. I done paid you my deposit, but you late to my appointment. Right. But then you want to say, your appointment going to be canceled if I don't pay my deposit. Right. That's a girl thing, no. No, I I get that. I heard heard it before. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. It's frustrating. But but it's starting to become a man thing, though, because you, you got a lot of these barbers. Moving to style seat, mm. and they get in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they don't make it to their appointments on time or nothing, you know what I'm saying? But want that full, uh, full, and haircuts like $30, $40 now. Mm. So you, you want the full. Send me out. Can we talk about the fact that a lot of these young men out here got bad, like, hairlines again? I don't know what's going on. What's going on? Is it the diets out here in these Man, streets? I'm going to tell you what I think it is. This is what I've been feeling, man. It could be the diets, but this is what I think. You got a lot. You got an influx of new barbers, uh. and, and I think them new barbers they going for that crisp look. You ever see with a little ash be around the mm-hmm. lineup? I think they damaging your hair follicles right there. <laughs> they they damaging the the roots. Yo, your barber don't damage your, your follicles. I think I think it didn't. I think it didn't damage the the pores where the hair come out of and. So now that we got a lot of young men with pushbacks. My thing is just go bald. Like, I don't understand it. Yeah, your hair is shaped funny. Yes, we're going to laugh. But if you keep it shined up, you might still pull. Like, just let the shit go. Man, (laughs) some people people ain't got an even bald, though. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't trust men who beard don't connect to. That's another thing for me. Like, I just can't trust you. (laughs) But, I mean, hey, men changing the game. You seen them hurt units. I'm not talking to you about Them her units, man. We, hey, women been covering their edges for years. Men finally get a chance to, you know what I'm saying, let their edges show a little but bit. But the you know? beards, too. They do it for beards, too. Yeah, they do. They go overboard with the with the paint. Like, I ain't painting my face. You know what I'm saying? You got to <laughs> chill on your face. You know what I'm saying? Paint your face? What you mean? Oh, that paint. Yeah. The, uh, that, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they be looking like they got on, like, black ski masks. No. Or they be painting their face. Stop. You know? That dude, it looks terrible. And they'd be like, I bet they'd be in the mirror like, they can't even tell. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> Take that shit off. But, but it's the same thing, though. Like, we used to, you know, a couple of years, makeup be changing. You know, makeup then changed the game. Mm-hmm. But about, like, two years ago, when women was painting on them eyebrows, we knew. We ain't say nothing, but we knew. I mean... It was all magic market time. On, on Luckily for me, when I was doing, like, when I had first found out about drawing eyebrows in, like, it was before, like, shit got popping, popping. Yeah. So, no pictures available. <laughs> and if they are available, I delete them out. Yeah. Women was, women was painting in them Steve Harvey uh, mustaches <laughs> on their forehead. I'm not dealing with you right now. Okay? <laughs> we but knew it, too. We laughed The American it. Eagle eyebrow trend, uh, I'm so glad it's done died down. Like, things are getting way more natural now in the makeup space. Yeah. And I'm so grateful because, yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I used to uh, be a bouncer. Oh six my. Years. So you seen a lot of shit. Ah oh man, some of the best comedy in the world, man. Come through them doors, and you can't tell them that they look messed up because they feel like they killing it. That's why I be trying to figure out, like, do y'all really think y'all look okay with that? And this is the thing: most men don't think y'all look okay with but it. But y'all don't say nothing either. Nah, we don't say nothing. It's just, that's a battle that you, you know, you don't, you don't really. 
you don't really embarrass a black woman. That's a battle you ain't really ready to face yet. But don't talk to her either, though. Y'all still be trying to hit. Yeah, that, yeah. So just don't let don't hype that baby up. Like, let that baby chill out and just don't get chose, and maybe she'll change her eyebrows the next time. Yeah, it's, it's going to always be one of us, though, that's going to yeah. shoot that shot. Um, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help you out with that one. So, you yeah. gotta talk about that with the boys, cause y'all y'all stupid. <laughs> yeah, we, we we do some wild things, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even here for it. So yeah, so let's jump into this topic of the day. I okay. mean, I think we got a bomb topic. We've been talking about it for a couple weeks here, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, you brought it to my attention, and it's crazy, cause you know. Um, I deal with it on a regular basis, mm-hmm. but never really paid attention to it till you brought it to my attention. Yep. And that's uh, basically the topic on personality versus professionalism. Mm-hmm. So um, explain that to me a little bit. So basically, so there's code switching, meaning when you're in the office, uh, depending on who you talk to or you're speaking to, you kind of change up your, your dialogue. And so it's not necessarily code switching. It's literally overall in general how you deal with everybody on a particular level right. or mindset. So for me, personality versus professionalism is the simple question of can I really be myself at work? And um, how far will I make it if I don't, quote, unquote, act professional? Right. So it just boils down to can I really be myself at work? Do you feel like you can be yourself at work? I feel like 100% myself? Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't think work. I don't think work would make it with me being 100% yeah. myself. I don't think I would make it through work. I'd probably be fired or something. Yeah. Um, it's hard because you got to speak out. It's so many layers to me. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, on one topic, I'm I'm extremely pro-black. Mm-hmm. I don't think my job would be able to take me being extremely pro-black. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Which, and it's sad because then you feel like you're masking what you believe is true. Mm-hmm. But in the same time, you got to pay these bills. So it's kind of like, what do you do? And that's sad because I don't feel like race should even pour into work. But unfortunately, it does. It does. It really does. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm too goofy to be myself at work. Like, I'm very professional. I've always been, like, get the job done type person. Mm. But I'm a goofy person, and I'm real patient. And when you got to hit deadlines, my my uh, low-keyness doesn't really work for some people. Yeah. So I do have to... Uh, it's nothing for me just to hop up and get some stuff done, but sometimes I want to take my time and research and yeah. actually make sure everything is together, quality over quantity. But sometimes that don't fly with uh, whatever project I'm working on. So and I and I feel that too, and I feel like that, not even just on a race side of things. I just feel like that um, some people are sensitive, some people yep. can't handle certain things. See and me, I get in trouble if I was really myself because I I think sexual innuendos are funny. And I, I, yeah. I'm very inappropriate, especially with my girlfriends more specifically. Not really my guy friends, but with my girlfriends, I say a lot of stuff. And I'm like, I can't say that at work. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's, it's hard because I do have friends that, I'm, that I work with. Yeah. We hang out outside of work. So it's like you have to, like, how do you cut that off when you're at the office? Like, I don't want to be talking about trappiest hour when I'm at work on Friday yeah. other than I need some water and I can't. Wait to get off work so I can go to sleep because right. <laughs> I'm dehydrated. But yeah, like it's very it's very difficult to actually be yourself at work. Um, for me, the way I've actually gotten better at being myself at work is just being more authentic to my integrity and saying, okay, really just thinking before I speak 
and does this align with my core values, what I'm about to say? Um, as far as like discussing other people at work that has nothing to do with work, is it valuable? Yeah. Uh, is it true? And is it important? Like it's probably not. So let's just keep it a hundred and focus on work. And I agree with that. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I'm the same way. Um, I don't think that I'm challenged enough to have to display my personality. Mm-hmm. I stay out of all situations that require personality. I learned a lot. I've been with the company that I'm with now for like four years. And I learned a lot about being able to show who I really am at work. Yeah. Because it has bit me in the in the ass pretty much. Not necessarily with management because I've actually like probably I've probably been promoted every year since I've been there. But as far as like with the people and just like. Yeah. Jumping into friendships too quick or share oversharing shit I probably oversharing. shouldn't share. Yeah. And at this point, it's like if I told you, fuck it, <laughs> it's out there now. I can't take it back. But literally, just taking the time to get to know people and not just categorizing them to oh, you just a work person or yeah, and vice versa. Like not just saying oh, you so cool, let's go hang out. Like yeah, no, exactly. I'm slow to happy hours now. If I don't know you, like right. And that's one of them things too. Like keeping. Um, your personality and personal stuff, personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like It's like you want to be, you want to have a connection to your coworkers just to build that rapport. Yeah. But what's too much to share? Like. Right, right. So what do you think is too much to share? Um, Personal, just anything personal, like as far as sex life, um, family issues, issues with your other friends, issues with coworkers. If you see somebody that's immature and they are beefing, quote-unquote, like, why are you beefing at work? <laughs> it oh, makes no man. sense. People still beefing at work? Yes. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> stupid. Like, the fuck? I don't, you don't pay me. I could care less about I don't have any work beef, though, so I'm just, like, yeah. I'll be observing, like, I have people that I mentor, and the things that they come to me with is just so trivial, and I'm like, yeah. why do you involve yourself in that? Right. You stressing yourself out for no reason, like, I'm looking at you now like you want drama in your life. Like you you ready for love and hip-hop insurance right. at work. Like <laughs> what's see, going on? See, me, I feel like when, when it comes down to them asking about me at work, mm-hmm. they don't know nothing but my work numbers. Like yeah. I keep it so part. I'm a personal, like I'm private. Like, I'm period. very private, yeah. So it's like even it's certain things like my mom or something won't know what I'm doing. I'm just I'm just super private. Mm-hmm. But so it work. I keep it private. So you'll never be able to throw something in my face. Oh my gosh, this one incident where uh, this older guy he retired now, but I had him on Facebook when I had a Facebook, mm-hmm. and like because you know how to work people to pop up because you start being friends with other people at work, right? And then now you have all these mutual friends and then they pop up yeah. whatever. So I start getting friend requests from people at work, and I'm like, you know what? I'm very private anyway, so it's nothing on my Facebook mm-hmm. that would set people off or make people feel a certain type of way. Yeah. But it was like, so the end of the year, I do like a lot of charity events or wars or galas or whatever. So last year, I think I went to like Toast for Charity. Mm-hmm. And um, I had posted myself in like the dress. And this guy made the comment like, don't you got to be – this was at work, though. He's seen the picture online. He's like, don't you got to be to work the next day? Like, he was my daddy or something. And I'm like, yeah. at He's this point, fuck you, block you, <laughs> get the fuck off my page and go deal with your family. <laughs> don't worry about what's going on over here. Like, because I'm at work now. I can't speak for myself right. for the last couple of months. But, like, it was a point in time where I was never late for work, never miss work. Yeah. 
And so it's like, don't fucking tell me <laughs> how to do me. Like, I'm still young and right. I still I'm still black and I still chopping your motherfucking throat. <laughs> and don't do that. <laughs> I just was like, okay. I literally just walked off on him. Like it was terrible. It was bad. So yeah, I don't have Facebook anymore, guys. It's too much drama. It's like people that's why I was getting a lot of the hey big head. It's like strangers from <laughs> it's like you don't got me on Instagram. Right. <laughs> you can't right. find me. But yeah, so I don't know. Like, about so tell me how you like advice for like balancing. <laughs> balancing. Um. So okay, that's what I was gonna say. So I'm introverted, mm-hmm. but I speak to everyone. So if somebody walks past me, I'm gonna say hello. Yeah. Um. And people think they confuse that with extroversion. They think I'm extroverted. Mm-hmm. So if I'm quiet, like you said, you quiet. Yeah. I'm quiet like that. So if I'm quiet, literally once a week, I hear Nicole, you quiet. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm always quiet. <laughs> when you see me speaking, it's because we're walking past each other and we're having a conversation about your dog or something. Like, yeah. So as far as balancing, I think uh, the key factor, again, is being authentic to your integrity and uh, basically listening more than you speak and observe more than you respond. Um, and just friendly, friendly conversation. You know, how's the kids? How's the wife? How's the right. husband? Or what project are you working on? Or what project did you just wrap up? Just little stuff like that. Literally just being respectful, but um, limiting it to make sure. I mean, it depends on what you want your, your, the perspective of you to be. Yeah. Because uh, what is it? Reality versus perspective. That's a big conversation, too. If your perspective of me is like, oh, she's a good worker, blah, 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 blah. That's good. That's what I want you to. That's what I want you to think of me. I don't want you to think that. Oh, she go out every other night and she be drinking and she turn up and she be twerking. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna do that too. But you don't need to know that. So right. I don't need everybody to know that I, when I go out, I have a good time. Like, I'm not here to please the people at, that I work with. Like, right. On that regard. So. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that, and I feel like that. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's your. I don't know. It's it's, it's up to you yeah. on what you want to Legit, allow out there and, yeah. and, and what you want back in. Um, and I don't feel like you should have to feel pressured to be more personable if you don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, professionalism, um, I don't know. I feel like with professionalism, I mean, you got to do what you got to do to make it. Let me ask you this. Do yeah. you think professionalism is an act? I do. I do. I feel like it. I feel like we all become fake a little bit when it comes to being professionalism. I mean, <sighs> professional. That little Ciroc kicking in a little bit. Is it? I had it a, ain't hit me yet. I'm still like chilling. I just added a few extra syllables to professional. You know what I'm saying? That's but it's all good. <laughs> but no, nah, but I, I do feel like, and I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with it though. I feel like that we all got a point of being fake when it comes to it. But I feel like I nothing wrong with that think because that it's fake. Um, I think that you are literally. Leveling up, to just say it so simply, if you know how to articulate yourself in a big business meeting full of executives. But if you didn't have to, would you still pursue that avenue of being If I had my own business, even if if you were at a, let's say you're in a spot in a company where you're comfortable, that's what you want to do, you at Mm -hmm. where you're at. Uh, and you don't really have to go in this meeting and let's say, I mean, kiss ass like normal. That's kind of what I think a little bit sometimes professionalism is. Okay. Would, would you do it? Like, would you, or would you still be professional? Like, but would you still? What I'm going to say it like this. I'm pulling my Beyonce right now, uh, meaning that there was a time where I did have to fake it till I made it, fake it till I become it because I didn't have any, like, I work in the insurance industry. Mm-hmm. And before that, I worked in the banking industry and before I worked in 
banking. I worked in retail. So literally every time I'm in a new different industry, I don't know what's going on. I don't know the terminology. I don't know the acumen. Um, I'm not familiar with it. So literally I had to listen and just say, not necessarily bluff, but literally like fake it. Like, okay, I know what you're talking about when you say this or blah, 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 blah. And then just go ask somebody else, what does this mean? So, I mean, maybe on that level you do have to fake it, but if you once you know what you're talking about and you hit that switch when you have to be in that meeting mm-hmm. to um, try to persuade the crowd to get with you on the bottle got a little heavy on you, did it? It did. It went through the table <laughs> on me real quick. But, yeah, I think um, at that point, I don't think it's faking it when you actually know what you're talking about. Yeah. If you don't know what you're talking about, that's to me that's faking it, but... See, and I guess it ain't it ain't so much the knowledge that I'm saying is fake. I think it's so much more of the like the way you. So, so for instance, when I mean my name is Gary Grant, okay. you know what I'm saying. And when I go into meetings okay. at work, white people mostly, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> they 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 like to make this joke mm-hmm. about uh, guess it's Gary Grant. I thought it said Cary Grant. I thought you were the movie star. I don't think the shit funny whatsoever. It's <laughs> the corniest joke I've ever heard. They say it every time, whether I'm at the doctor, whether I'm at work, interview, whatever. This is the most common thing mm-hmm. that somebody says to me. And of course, I'd be like, <laughs> oh no, no. You know, and I play it yeah, up. Yeah, that's definitely faking that's my, it. That's like, fa- it's faking it as hell. You know what I'm saying? See. But that's my professionalism. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh yeah, no, not him. I wish I was, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I keep it moving and I shake hands and I smile yeah. and I look you eye to eye. On the other hand, I'm I'm introverted. Yeah. Like I honestly, on the, on the cool, I don't like people. Like I'm just gonna keep it real. I really don't. If I, I can like stay in people. my own bubble, yeah, I'm cool there. And I, it ain't that I hate people. Mm-hmm. It's just that I'm comfortable alone in your own space. N- not to mention I'm 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 introverted. Mm-hmm. I'm also uh, an only child. You know oh. what I'm saying? And so I'm used to being alone. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> You can understand why why dating was a little tough for me yeah. because after a while I'm tired of somebody in my space. And you used to doing things your own way. Yeah, your own pace. I like to move. I like to move like single and, and things like that was easy mm-hmm. because it's my comfort zone. Yep. So being in a professional atmosphere where it takes being bubbly, being personable, shaking hands, acting interested, being a part of a team. Yeah, and yeah. so those things like that, I'm like in my mind, I'm like, man, I'd rather do this project by myself. Mm-hmm. I get it done. But you can't be that way because not only are you Multitasking, you you're building rapport. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You're you're building friendships, teamwork, all of those. Yeah, all of that. You know what I'm saying. And you're showing that you're dependable. And even if you don't do a good job at your project, you're showing that you you're leaping out there to be active in your project. Yeah, that's the act. Yeah. Okay. I, now maybe no, maybe I right. could have other outside of outside of calling it fake because I know that's mm-hmm. a term that's frowned upon. No, it's cool. I'm, I'm like, gonna say how... acting. You know what I'm saying. Well, and, and to me, I'll act the part. For what I want to do, I'm trying to um, think now. Yeah. E- even it, like I said, even relocating to Dallas, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really want to get out here with these people. I don't really know them. They don't know me. What if I don't fit in? Yeah. But then I got to a point where I'm like, I want to, I want to start a business. I want to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm losing every day that I don't go to one of these events. Mm-hmm. So I'm in these events, uncomfortable as hell, mm-hmm. palm sweaty, but I'm like, hey, I'm Gary, nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? I do this, this, and this, and this. You know what I'm saying? And uncomfortable as hell, but then throwing myself out there, I start getting into the positions that I did want to be in. Mm-hmm. But I, I had to play that act, you yeah. know what I'm saying, Till I got That's to a said, point. That's why I said, fake it till you make it. Exactly. Fake it till you exactly. become it. Is, um, it's not always a bad thing to fake it. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. That's why I say maybe it's, leveling up 
It's, but it's a, I think it's a bad stigma around the word itself. Mm-hmm. But in this in this particular situation, it's not it's not bad because I, I I believe if you go to your supervisor or your CEO, mm-hmm. they did the same thing going yeah. up. You know what I mean? You it's mainly because it's not ours. If it was ours, we can shape it and mold it how we want it to be. Yeah. Um. And just talk how we want to talk. But and and the one thing that I feel like with being professional, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's even crazy because even when you start your own business, you still want a, a level of professionalism exactly. in your business. Exactly. Like I feel like I would do my own customer service for my business for all my years in customer service. Mm-hmm. I feel like I kill it. But it's like um, I don't I don't see a problem with you doing what you got to do mm-hmm. um, to get to where you're trying to get to. You know what I mean? Um, I had something else to say. It was gonna be fire too. I forgot real quick. Yeah. But it bounced back. Mm-hmm. No, what? No, you so you struck a nerve for me when uh you brought up the introvertedness and and being a part of a team. Like for me, not only am I the youngest, um, it's about it's a couple of black people, but we're all like black women. There are two black guys, but they're not on my team. But literally, our whole floor is like other and Hispanic. Yeah. So it's. Not only do I have to deal with that, which I don't have a problem. I love diversity because of my background. Mm-hmm. I have a very diverse background. I never really seen color until I start having more black friends. Yeah. And so it was like, now that it is a thing, I'm like, I don't know what to say. And yeah. um, without being like putting certain people off because I can be friendly and the others, they'll get it. But then the, the black people be like, oh, you fake. <laughs> but I'm just like I'm. An, I'm just literally I'm goofy and I'm random and I cuss. But I'm a nice ass person. Like yeah. I'm a friendly person. Like you say, I look mad. Literally, everybody think I'm everybody's friend. Yeah. Like and I care about a lot of people. I like people. But as far as my introvertedness, when I say I'm introverted, I think it's when I'm calming down. When I when I'm like had a long day, I want to mm. go home and chill out. And then when I'm ready, when I'm recharged, that's when I'm about to go out on Thursday night. Yeah. <laughs> Shake my <Yeah>. ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm that kind of, like, I think I'm kind of balanced. Like, I'm trying to balance ambiversion, which is, like, introverted and extroverted. But um, as far as working on the team, like, that shit is annoying. Yeah. Because some people are so disinterested and don't even know how to mask that. Like, right. I think I mask it pretty well, but before I get up, I'm like, you know how your mom used to call your name? And you'd be like, shit. What <laughs> 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 the fuck she want? Right. Like, I'd be like that at work, and then I shake it off real fast and go, hey, you know, what y'all need me yep, to do? That's what I do. So maybe that is, to me, maybe that's the acting part of it, but yeah. it's not like I don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it right now. Like, I'm doing yeah. something else, so. I see my schedule, and they be having the one-on-ones. I'm like, uh. <laughs> One-on-ones give me the most anxiety because I have, like, this, I don't know, it was like a love-hate with my manager because she was trying to convince me to quit. Like, yeah. the first couple of months she was my manager, I'm like, bro, I need a job. What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, One-on-ones is like that conversation <laughs> when a black woman hit a black man and be like, we got to talk. We got to talk, yeah. Yeah, that's what that feel like. You be like, shit, what did I, and what you did sit I there, do? What did I do? You, you count through everything you did today. Like, damn, what did I, I, I do? I nothing today, but what happened last week? <laughs> damn, I don't know. That's how it feel like. You be like, ah, I'm in trouble, shit. Man, I hate when people say, I gotta, we got to talk. What the fuck we got to talk about? I'm single. <laughs> I don't talk to you about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so immature when it comes to being single. Like I'm so used to it when uh, people don't. I, I don't know if I'm spoiled or what. When I don't get my way, I'm just like, I'm over it already. Right. Man. 
So, yeah, that's that's my whole thing, though. I think it's a, a good balance. I think uh, the one thing that I did want to say, just keep, it just came back to me real okay. quick. So the one thing I did want to say is that with being professional, um, don't lose your personality, yeah. though. Some people get caught where they, you know, they act professional so much that they get stuck on being true to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and stemming back to what you said earlier in the convo about Charlemagne being one of your um, role models. Mm-hmm. So I like Charlemagne a lot, too. And the one thing that I did that caught me a lot with him is uh, he say something about uh, owning your truth. Yep, if you, know you, if you own your truth and you tell it, nobody can use it against you. Exactly, and that's how I feel about that. Like, as far as balancing, man, like, never lose who, like, be loyal to yourself. I believe in self-preservation mm-hmm. and, and being true to you and being loyal to you first. You you know good to nobody else if you're not good to yourself first. Right. And you, you got to maintain and protect your identity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it comes to your personality and who you are and what it is. I done been in relationships where I was in it so deep that I lost who I was. Yep, same. And when, and when I got out of that relationship, I had to take time to figure out what it was I really liked again. Yeah. So, I'm, I believe in that with work. Don't lose who you are at work. And and I got a, I kind of got a messed up attitude with work. I'm not going to lie to you. We, sure. we need it, but I feel like at work... Um, I never look at work like I work for them. I always look at work like, like they work my, for me. I look at so the way I treat my job because I know I want to be. That's another reason I got into podcasting because I want to try to test my side hustles and what I can handle. But um, my thing is, I and I think that's why I moved up so quickly. Yeah, is because I literally treat it as if it's my own job. Yeah. Um, I learned I had the it was a it's a long journey I had to go through as far as like understanding work-life balance because I used mm-hmm. to be a workaholic. Now I'm like, fuck that now. Nah. Over yeah. time, now nah, you can miss me with that bullshit. Right. Um, <laughs> but basically just like having that work-life balance and um, just trying to treat it as if it was my own. That way one day when I do have my own, I already know what I can do. I know what my potential is. And I'm learning from corporate America skills that I wouldn't learn on my own. Yeah. That I can transfer. Like those transferable yep. skills. So, it's literally how you treat it. Like, if it's just a job for you, then okay, cool, but find something else because that's what a lot that's of people do. That's what I do. believe. Go to a job, find everything you can, take everything from a job you can take. Not literally, I'm going to be taking staplers and yeah, phones and shit. Sh- but, t- but take, sh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but take everything you can find from a job. I mean, if they're going to let you be manager, supervisor, whatever, mm-hmm. take all the skill you can. And when you get to a point, that you can't take anything else or you're getting frustrated or too stressed out, it's mm-hmm. time to go. Yep. Take everything you got and go to the next position and elevate. So, yeah, stay true to self. Never forget who you are. You want to go ahead and get them a closing word on this? A uh, closing word. So, uh, major takeaway, honestly, is, again, just be authentic to your integrity. Don't lose yourself in the sauce. Don't get lost in your own sauce. Level up and keep developing and evolving. Um, but stay true to you. That's pretty much my takeaways from this whole conversation. Already, already. I feel that. So, I mean, it's been a good podcast. I think this is going to be super important, you yep. know what I'm saying, especially in the in the workforce, work world or whatever. Uh, so we can go ahead and close out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, Nicole Lombrers. Hey, it's your boy, G the Great, <laughs> a.k.a. King of the Hustle. You know what I'm saying? We over here again at Wolf Nation Studios. Definitely check them out. They're doing some major things and got some major people a part of their brand. So mm-hmm. definitely check them out. Uh, you want to plug anything? Uh, Wolf Nation is on Instagram. Wolf Nation Studios with an E. W-O-L-F-E. 
I spell that right, Dennis. Okay, good. I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little tipsy now. <laughs> uh, but now, plug in the Connect Dallas. Already. They uh, doing some major things, too. Major things coming in 2019. Uh, thank you so much for welcoming me on to the Crown Jewels podcast. Hey, that's all good. I think uh, it's a good fit. Yeah, I do too. We'll get better with time, but I'm fucking with it. Yeah. <laughs> also, always you can catch Crown Jewels at Crown Jewels Everything. Go check it out. Uh, the website, www.crownjewelspodcast.com. Uh, Crown Jewels Podcast on okay. Instagram, Facebook, join the group. Uh, also, Twitter, but we at uh, Crown Jewels Pod. Yeah, Crown Jewels Pod. It's good. Oh yeah, we everything. Check us out. We'll talk about that. But yeah, oh, if y'all do want to follow me on Instagram, Check out her page. You here too. All right, well we out. Journey is over.